0: So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a
1: thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get, 20, 20 bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month?
0: Sold! Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. RX is the world's most
2: versatile, affordable, and effective gym. And we're happy and proud that they're sponsoring the Quality of Life podcast. Hello and welcome to the Quality of Life podcast, hosted by me, Ram Harag, the youngest Arab and the first Saudi woman to climb Everest and the Seven Summits. We speak to the biggest names in fitness, sports, health and nutrition in the GCC and the world. And today we're meeting Stacy. Stacey Copland has represented England in both football and boxing. In 2018, she made history when she became the first ever British woman to win the Commonwealth title. Stacey presents on BBC Radio in the UK and runs a charity called Pave the Way. You you are a massive part of the change. If you didn't have the courage to go and play in the Commonwealth Games as a first female, I don't know, to win it was... Is massive. You have opened so many doors and without you and the courage of, of women like you, the new generation wouldn't, wouldn't be where they are today. So it's really important. And I, and I salute you as a female in sports. I salute you for your courage. I know how it feels. And, you know, it was even before my time. So I can imagine how difficult it was. And it's across region. A lot of people think it's just in specifically in the Middle East, but sports was. Female sports were late to the game everywhere. It's just a bit more, pro- you know, uh, prominent in some parts of the world because it, till now we, we have some of these issues in the Middle East, but it's changing. But you know, Title IX didn't come up till, till you know you, in our generation. So you 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 know 19, well,
1: 1972 the, Title IX in America. Yeah, it, so it's in in our in our
2: era, like it's yeah. not it wasn't like a hundred years ago. Do you know mm. what I mean? It, it was yeah, absolutely the women who, who fought for it are... Well, that's are, exactly are,
1: are, what I'm saying, Rahar, yeah. as well, is that I I was never even aware of Title IX, and yet I went on a scholarship to America and was a beneficiary of those men and women who fought for that You well, know, fought for it. years before I was even born, almost a decade yeah. before I was born. I <laughs> stood on their shoulders without even knowing it until I learned about it. And then it, I think it gives you that m- more appreciation for the... Opportunities you've got based on what people fought for, and that maybe compelled you to fight for the next generation as as you and I are now compelled to do because we've learned of the opportunities we've had
2: for us to get to where we are. Uh, you're clearly a, a success story. I love your tenacity, but I'm very curious, and I'm sure the listeners as well. Um, what's your mantra for success? If you say if you can say you have a mantra for success, what do you think that is?
1: I don't. I don't have a mantra for success because I just think. Um, every obstacle that you face requires a completely different approach. That's that's something that I've come across, and I have had uh, sort of mantras for like each tournament I've entered or each problem I've come across. But it's never been exactly the same thing. Uh, what I would say is that that why for me that purpose that I mentioned before has been the the common thread through everything is is trying to uh, have a positive impact. So thankfully, you and I have got a passion for one of the most powerful things in the world for positive impact which is sport so if I can use that for good every opportunity I will do so I don't have a set thing for success because it looks different to everybody um but I would say that making a positive difference is at the core it's also a mantra yeah I think I think making a difference is at the core adaptive yeah yeah being adaptive is a mantra yeah absolutely being able to survive yeah I mean some people it works really well doesn't it having like one thing that they that works great for them. It, it doesn't, for me, it has, That's to, it. it has to change.
2: No, I, I admire that. I, I love your answers, Stacey. They're, they're all very different and out of the box. We talked about the, the past in terms of sport. We talked about the history of this, of sports, but I'm so curious to know what do you think is the future for sports in general? Um, what do you think it's like for women? How do you see it panning out?
1: I think this is probably the first time I've felt like there's, there's no going back Because so many times in my life, something's happened like uh, record attendance somewhere or um, a big sort of reaction to this or equal pay here or this TV deal there, you know, bits and bobs everywhere. And I've thought, this is it. Everything's going to be different after this. And I remember thinking it all those years back when I was a youngster at a teenager for the FA Cup final, and there was like six thousand people there, or something. And me thinking, this is it. It's you know. And then the week after, we went back to our game. There was like twenty people again. And it's happened lots of times, where, where, whether it's something related to my career or something in a different sport or different part of the world. And I have thought, this is it. This is the moment. And it hasn't been. And I think I've come to realise there isn't a moment when everything's different afterwards. It's a series. Like the death by a thousand cuts, but in a positive way, <laughs> um, that all these little things on their own, you know, aren't going to change everything, but accumulatively they do. Um, so whether it's and people say, what's the big thing that needs women's sport change? There isn't a big thing. It's loads of stuff. It's it is the TV deals. It is, and, and when I say pay, I don't necessarily mean pay in the pocket of an athlete, although that's important. I mean investment into the right strength and conditioning facilities, coaching facilities, nutritional advice, rehab if athletes get injured, all of that infrastructure that is what is the foundation that allows an athlete to reach their full potential and be the best athlete they can be. Attendances, crowds, getting those human stories out there so people can really buy into these athletes. All of that and more is what makes it. And that we're seeing everywhere you look. And so this is the first time that I feel like they're not just moments. This is a momentum that isn't going to change. And what's really exciting is that there's limitless possibilities for women in sport. I mean, you look at the in football in the men's Premier League and you think, how much more money? I mean, are we going to actually be selling players for three billion pounds at one point? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. For the women's, there's loads of room for expansion and in, in every sport. So that's what's really exciting, the limitless possibilities in women's sport and the momentum now.
2: Chipping at the glass ceiling, like trying slowly to, to it's increments. There, there's nothing like bigger and drastic, I think, but it's it's slowly putting the right foot forward in different aspects. Yeah, um, There's this whole debate about men and women pay, women's pay in discrepancy. And the discrepancy comes from the amount of people who are interested in the sport. And if a sport doesn't have a good backing, I mean, a good um, infrastructure where someone can make money off it, then it won't be a sport that is feasible to pay, you know, athletes. It's, it's so deep. It's not just why aren't men and women in sport paying. No, it's so many different things that build built together to get women to where they need to be. And I, I love your answer. It's and great. that's
1: the difference between equity and equality, isn't it? There's no point saying, well, women don't get as many people if you're not going to put them in big stadiums, you're not going to promote it, you're not going to get a TV deal. How are you going to attract fans? It's, it's the same principle. If they
2: don't make enough money off it,
1: yeah, you won't be
2: able to put money in the pockets. And you, you,
1: you're dead right about that. But we've even seen it in sports where com- the, the commercial side of it isn't a factor. For us in this country, exactly. funding our you know main Olympic sports through lottery funding. Well, then that should be the exact same, and that hasn't been at times. Now, if you've got you know your cycling team who do exactly the same training and win exactly the same amount of medals, and they're funded not by fans through the gate, but lottery funding, core funding, then it should be exactly the same. And it hasn't been. It is now, but it hasn't been. And that isn't to do with commercial. That's to do with our view of undervaluing women's sport, not being allowed to do the Tour de France until last year. How can you get women cycling to the pinnacle and earning the money that they could earn if if they're not even competing in the biggest race in the world? Exactly. So it's, it's equity sometimes, not equality that's important. And those big moments that you talked about, when those big moments happen, they've only come about because of the small increments and people might only see the big thing. They've come about from gazillion things that have led to it.
2: You see the loud things, but the the, the small stuff is what makes it. Stacey, I love your insights, but I'm very curious to know what is in the future for you personally as Stacey.
1: Again, it's about um, sort of where you fit, I guess, after you've retired and how you can continue to pursue your passion for sport if, if indeed that's what you want to do. And where best that I'm only uh you know two years into retirement now so it's still early doors but I love working on the radio so I, I don't see that changing I think that's something I'll be involved with what I am starting to do more of is the boxing commentary and interviewing boxers at ringside and that's fun uh, doing yeah doing stuff like that so that perhaps will be something that I'll, I'll look to be more involved with it wasn't something I, I saw myself doing at first have, but that's more because I couldn't even watch boxing for 12 months uh, after I retired, <laughs> it, I felt sick even seeing it because I was missing it that much, it, it was too hard mm-hmm. to watch now I'm at a place where I can enjoy it again so uh, I see that as part of my future and then um, the, obviously the, the charity that I founded paved the way that's very much a big passion of mine so that that'll be involved in some way in the future and then public speaking is a great privilege so that's something that hopefully I'll continue to do as well
2: continue to to fight the fight but from behind the, the the ropes it's still the same fight it's just different parameters right
1: yeah I'd definitely rather be in the ring uh, actually doing know. it always <laughs> <is> definitely <laughs> but you know that we all know don't we, when we do sport that at some point it's yeah. going to end we all know that it's just something you've yeah. got to deal with and that's but that. it doesn't
2: really end and I mean the, the your purpose as an athlete I think you know transcends just winning the competitions. I think you become a mentor, you become a beacon, you become a voice, and um, I, 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 I admire you and salute you for your for your bravery to start, Stacy. I think because of your bravery, you have to remember that now there is going to be a woman that, that wins the competition, and there is a belt for her that's ready, as opposed to when you were, because you were the one that had to be stand there without a belt. So thank you for your courage, thank you for your tenacity, for your um, your ability to, to to stand the test of time in a, a, the time in a very male dominated, uh, two very male dominated uh, sports. So, bravo for you, and I admire you for for that journey and to continue being a voice for for all the women out there and some men probably, who have something they, they dreamt of. So I salute you for that. Thank you so much for your time today. I've learned a lot. The two sports that I'm really far off, far from, but I admire nonetheless. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your incredible story, Stacey.
1: No, thanks for your kind words. And, and thank you. It's interesting you say about different sports because I think when, for me anyway, when anybody achieves something in women's sport, it's like a win for all of us. So it's really special that you're doing this and sharing stories because we can all relate to it and it galvanises you and fills up your petrol tank inside with positivity, which is great if we can all do that and lift each other. So thank you for the opportunity and thank you for what you're doing.
2: Thank you so much for listening to the Quality of Life podcast hosted by me, Ram Harreg and produced by Pineapple Audio Production. Please follow us and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And keep listening every Friday morning and Tuesdays for our mini bonus episodes.